Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen. This is JAR episode 309 of the JAR Media Podcast. Today I am joined by Jamie and Alex. Welcome. Is this the ASMR episode, finally? I can do that beard scratch thing. No. This isn't the ASMR. Is that an ASMR thing? No. Yeah, it is, right? Where you go like... Alex, I'm not watching beer scratching ASMR. Well, just because like, you don't watch it doesn't mean it's it not probably out there. no. But everything's a thing in ASMR. Like I've I've listened to ASMR engine building videos. Ah, <laughs> calming. I want a um Call of Duty Modern Warfare no, Reloads no, anime. Um, no, but there is Captain Price ASMR videos. <laughs> If ASMR, it's like if you got in on the ASMR thing, huge. Yeah, I remember ASMR. people like contacted me around the time. Um, they was like before booming. it was like huge. Mm. Like the ASMR market's growing. You should really do something about that. Biggest mistake you ever made? Not as you would have made. You would have quadrupled your subscribers if you made ASMR videos. Like, Reading Lord of the Rings, as IHE. That everyone is that ASMR? Is yeah, that... no, yeah, yeah. Do your golem voice. <laughs> golem, golem. <laughs> golem reads the man, man, boy, boy, man. I kind of find the um. I recently found this like Lego YouTuber, right? Who um, he he kind of go he goes in on his videos to the point where it's like crazy. He like almost makes these like stop motion. They're like just reviews of like sets. But they're like, he puts in like stop motion effectively of like him building it in like certain steps and it's all like synced to music and stuff. And it's wow. like, all this kind of stuff. That's, that's kind of my ASMR, I guess. <laughs> Next time you build something, can you make a video where you build it like it's Lego Star Wars? Yeah, just slowly speed it up. Yeah, I suppose you could do it with the sound effects and all. Um... Before we get too deep into the show, though, let me shout out the Patreon, Jar Media Patreon, that make the audio version possible, and have their names read out in the first or second week of each month. Thanks for the support, everybody. Ah, we got a big chunk here, to be honest, of things. Got a few topics here, got a few questions to, conversations to round out from that previous Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Previous lot mistakes um, to unmake, mistakes to remake. Um, <laughs> let's do it then. Let's go into housekeeping. Which uh, Patricia Norton, Albino Basilisk, and uh, many other people um, were on the same note because we were talking a little bit about that controversial HBO Velma show, which the conspiracies are flowing heavy you for. Go, you take the L. Um, I guess I'll take the L on this one, being, um, Norville has always been Shaggy's real name in the Scooby-Doo lore. We're gonna drop the Jar Boys some epic Scooby-Doo lore. Norville is Shaggy's birth name, and Shaggy being his nickname. Edit, Norville Shaggy, Shaggy Rogers is his full name. Um, so sorry about that one. I can't even remember Wait, what... so his middle name is Shaggy? Well, That's his I nickname. I always thought it was, I didn't really think his, like, name was Shaggy, I just thought the character yeah. went by Shaggy. Well, yeah, why would you, like name him anything but yeah um uh, yeah but i mean what, what do you want to say about that 
There's yeah. there, people are like theorizing now that I think we uh, I might actually save this for later. There was some question about it, but about like the idea of intentionally bad shows to get like press. Um, mm. I don't know. We can talk about that later. Um, yeah. So sorry, sorry about Norville. Paisley Meadows says Alex has mispronounced my Patreon name every damn time, and it's just a normal word. Can't wait to compile the epic fail reel. Um, what name is it? Don't know. Oh, that means next month, the next time Paisley we read the Meadows. Patreon names, you've got to be careful. This is a thing I never anticipated, like ever making content online or whatever. You're not just speaking to like locals that understand, like, and even around here, I probably sound kind of weird. Um, just over Christmas, like one of our cousins was saying, they said that I sounded American to them. Like my voice, what? yeah. Who so I, I don't know, like what they're what they're on or whatever, but uh, yeah. But making stuff online, like saying all these names from all around the world, I'm not a very. I'll be the first to admit, I'm not a very worldly person. I don't know anything. <laughs> Just saying these names, and and a lot of people like they use they've got their like gamer tags as their uh, mm. their name online or whatever you want to call it, you know. So one person's pinkish prawn is another person's pinkish prone. But that's like actually real and really like something to their culture where they came from on some random island I'd never heard of. I think it's nice when someone says something just drastically incorrect to like not even like to just leave it. Yeah. That's how language evolves and becomes mm. epic. There was one I had one of those earlier where I was like self-correcting myself. I, I, I wanted to use the word protractor for something, but that's like a well, it's like a math the, tool. Yeah, isn't it? That, oh, she's doing the, the half circle thing. But I, I, yeah. I, 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 but it like stuck me. It got me caught in such a way where I like couldn't actually think of the word I, I wanted. Protractor. Is it protractor or protractor? Yeah, that's where I just kind of gave up. And I have this really vivid memory of being in like year seven sat in like ICT writing some like essay or something and there was like a word that I was stuck on and I just couldn't I couldn't conjure it and I sat yeah, there for it, like 15 minutes like just I don't <clears> even know like what to do like, I think it's one of those things though where like you're you're focusing so hard on trying to get it that if you just stop and leave it just let it go it will just come back to you mm -hmm. that's what you should do it's like those people that they write a whole sentence, they like type it all out. They make a little mistake at the end and then like go with the back button and like undo the whole sentence and do it again. It's just like obsessive stuff. I do that all the time. For the whole sentence? Yeah. There you go, man. There you go. So sorry for epically failing at reading. Okay. Greasy the Reptile says, I was recently looking into bear biology and found a podcast with a bear expert and said that the brown bear is called Ursus Arctus, which literally means bear bear. I thought it was very funny to have a biologist say bear bear so much. Nice. Ursus Arctus. Ursus Arctos. Bear bear. <laughs> Maybe that sounds a bit more like... Like... Fancy, mm. like sounds classical. Yeah, it's like the difference between saying "you're right" and "hello there." 
Mm. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Ursus um, Arctus. Lom Bren says, I think Andor shows Star Wars without lightsabers and force can actually be pretty epic. No reason you couldn't do it with the Scoob. I guess that's something I was saying when we were talking mm. about Velma. Um, I, I, I think what I said was, yeah, you wouldn't make Star Wars without lightsabers and the force, but they've literally done that and it was actually quite good. So I guess it really more comes down to the fact yeah, that it's bad writing is bad writing. <laughs> yeah, at the same time, though, I, I, I don't think you could really call the Scooby-Doo universe like a... Like no novels and Yeah, you can't really flesh and... out because it's like just real life, really. Because there's no actual ghosts. They're all just dudes wearing masks. What about in the movies? Kind of gets a bit real. They're, they're like CG monsters, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Does that make them not what real? No, CG isn't real. But in the movie, they're real. They're not real, though. They are. No, because they're like holograms. No, they're real. Are they real? Yeah. Well, then then that is real. I thought, I, I didn't mean like CG as in in the movie, they're C like obviously they are, but yeah, I, I thought, thought in like the universe, like, yeah, they were computer the generated. twist is that like they're not real. No, they're real. And they like change consciousness and stuff. You remember that whole weird scene where they like, Fred goes into Daphne's consciousness and they swap? I'm gonna be real, I, I haven't seen this movie nearly as many times as you have, so. <laughs> <laughs> And Fred's like, yeah, I'm gonna look at my boobies as a girl. Damn. Let's go, Fred. Let's go. There's a lot of stuff in that movie that just like was really confusing as a child. These concepts, mm. like opening the door to all these crazy concepts. I mean, Velma as a concept was something to wrap your head around mm. and everything else. Yeah. Jacob B says, for housekeeping, please, in caps. So I guess they really wanted me to say this. Why did Alex not listen to Jim for the title of Intercontinental Ballistic Booba? Um, I, I guess I kind of addressed it already. Uh, you know. I didn't say that, James did. The, the, yeah, I honestly, the 90% of what makes people click on a video is the title and thumbnail combo. And I felt like it would, I don't know, probably just get flagged as being some yeah. kind of military video. <laughs> well, to, yeah, to make a thumbnail for Intercontinental Ballistic Booba. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, That's going to be tricky. <laughs> Um, I want to end this segment on this one from Hindu Frap, who is uh, also angry at us. Wobbuffet is the blue Pokemon that hangs around with Team Rocket in the anime. Get up to date with your Pokemon lore, will ya? So what, what are you trying to say? That that Meowth w wasn't ever that? Yeah, Meowth, Meowth was. was that more. What do you mean he get was, up to date? He it was, was like that the when third. we watched it. Ah! <laughs> I also did see, um, yeah, I vaguely remember when Wobbuffet came along, but that's when I kind of tuned out. Yeah, Wobbuffet. No Meowth. Is he called Wobbuffet as like a reference to Wobbuffet? Like it rhymes oh. <laughs> and the second word is fet. I, d I don't know. I guess I'd never really thought about that. All the Pokemon fans can write in and we can definitely pay attention to that one. Yeah. Team Rocket's blasting off again. Isn't that right, James? Yeah. Did you ever watch Pokemon? No, I don't think I did. Really? I think for the most part, I've managed to avoid Pokemon. As an anime enjoyer, I think you would actually like no. Pokemon. Yeah. 
to the no. biggest like uh, infectious Japanese bit of media that yeah. spread everywhere you somehow didn't ha get at all. What about Yu-Gi-Oh? You didn't watch Yu-Gi-Oh! Do you remember when um, Brock is running with a frying pan in the rain and he's like, I can turn this frying pan, <laughs> and then he puts it on his head, into a drying pan? Yeah. I'm glad I didn't watch it then. <laughs> no, man. Pokemon but rocks. I did, however, get a pack of Pokemon. Like cards. cards? Yeah. A little booster pack? No, like a, a chunky, like a collector's pack. Like a chunky wad of like 500 cards. Was it to try and defeat my deck? No, it was just like, I was at a waste track. <laughs> and I got Pokemon. Don't I don't know what the context was. Were they was playing the game on like the hood of a car? No, they were, they were, they were <laughs> racing cars. That's actually what um, the... What, what was that like gang of really fast... Night, the Midnight Club. <laughs> yeah, the Midnight Club. They'd meet and play Pokemon cards. Then <laughs> to run away yeah. from the police, they have to make cars that <laughs> yeah, fast. Yeah. There's one car with Pokemon and then another with Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting to... law about that guy. He's a, a, a notorious conman. He's in prison. Aww. Yeah. Damn. That's a shame. Aww. I could put my Gucci's on. What are you singing over there, bro? Huh? What are you singing over there? When was this? Not sure. Well, we've got a few topics to trickle out here. Um, James has one. Oh. We probably should start on because it's quite quite interesting. Quite weird. <laughs> it's, it's more weird than um, it is like... It's just weird, man. So, like, uh, maybe... I can't remember the actual context of this uh, Jarling's, like... Their message to us in... Um, yeah, it was a few months back now. It was. But Jarling basically said that for some reason... They might be related to me. And uh, I think they were oh, saying yeah. that... Uh, like, part of their family tree comes from... The same area we're in. Mm -hmm. And it happens to share the same name I have. And well, basically, we went to we went to Divine yesterday. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Mark, a Divine yeah. legend. We talked to my sister, and then we got some house law that's mm -hmm. kind of just opened the doors a bit. Um, basically, the house name that comes from the area we live in is directly related to me. To you specifically, basically, my grandfather was. His mum married another, not married a man and had kids with them. But because she had my grandfather with another man, my grandfather took the name and that name was House. So my grandfather has eight brothers and sisters that all come from Khan and the surrounding areas. So, the, <laughs> in short, the House family that's in our town and the areas are directly related to my family. So the James House in Khan is, is related to me, James House. And it doesn't stop there, though. One, which relative was it that bred the Collies? So on one side, you've got the house, and that's my dad's side, and then you've got my mum's side. Um, and on my mum's side, they, her parents basically owned the farmhouse in Khan and bred working dogs on it. That was the farmhouse that we went to viewing to. Yeah, you know, by the Years ago. Room, all four of us went to go look at. 
<laughs> no way. It was owned by James's family. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. By the funeral they, place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They that, bred collies there. Wow. But the crazy thing is the jarling who mentioned this is probably somehow related to me. Yeah. I mean, we're going to dig deep and actually look at the family trees. But the, <laughs> yeah, it's like been confirmed. It's a hundred percent being confirmed now that all the houses in this area they are just offshoots of. How weird is that? That's yeah. crazy. I think the world is way smaller than we think. Things like this definitely make you think that way. Yeah, huh? it's just like two different family trees, and they all have like a. They all converged in Khan. And then yeah. I ended up in Cowan. It's a bit weird. Yeah, man. So if your name's House and you live in Wiltshire, give me a shout. We're probably related. <laughs> man. Got anything else to say on that one? No. It's just crazy. You must yeah. have a really big family. Well, if there was eight brothers and sisters, yeah. my, if my granddad yeah. has eight, eight brothers and sisters... The family tree is huge, then. Yeah, spread all over. But they're in, like, Australia, America. Yeah. All over the world. You know what they say, all roads lead to Swindon. The house always wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I, I got a couple things I want to talk about. Do you want the, uh... The, the sad one or the morally complicated... Morally complicated. Kind of exciting... And Can we do the sad one first, then the morally Okay, yeah, yeah. I disagree. Do, do, right. do the vice versa. So, uh, well, which should we do then? Which one? Morally complicated. The problem is there are sad. two votes. and. What's your votes. vote? My vote would actually be to do the sad first. Sad. <sighs> yeah. Because especially because you're going to no. do that exact sigh again, probably, when I start reading what the topic is. Uh, Dark Star... V-I-I-I says Given the major layoffs at 343 and the departure of Joe Stanton what, what do the Jar Boys see as the future of Halo? Doubt there is going to be any more work on the campaign Are you invested in the multiplayer or have any faith in the game? In this game bouncing back thoughts So yeah Joe Stanton's gone So yeah there have been like uh, Widespread layoffs at Microsoft As a lot of tech companies are doing at the moment um, About 10,000 staff Gone. Wow. Um, they have like 200,000 staff at working at Microsoft or something. So, um, just to put the size of that company in perspective, but 60 of those people were from 343. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of gutting the team. Uh, Joseph Staten is gone. He's, he doesn't work at 343 anymore. He's now gone back to Microsoft Publishing. Um, so I'd say that wasn't really a sack sacking then. That was an internal. Yeah, they were probably like trying to time it all at the same because Bonnie Ross is gone. All these all these people are gone, um, and now it looks like a bunch of the the campaign side are gone. Um, redundancies. It's done. It's finished. Yeah, yeah. Halo's yeah. dead. I reckon. Give it a year or two, and there'll be another one in the works. <clears> that they're, they're gonna have to um, resident evil it. Yeah. Um, there's, I don't know if it's been like confirmed yet or whatever, but there's like chatter of them turning more into like a publisher now. So other developers will actually make the games and they'll just kind mm -hmm. of. Yeah, they, they need to the find like a reliable studio. Um, yeah. That gets it. 
It's and, just like, this is it, the actual nail in the coffin. Yeah, yeah, he- yeah. Halo Infinite is dead. Um, I reckon their best bet would be to... Sell the IP. No. No, they would never do that. The- remake. Remake Halo 1. No, remake Halo 3. That's where the money is. No, because they can build up to that, like doing remake they've, from Resident they've already, Evil 2. They already tried, didn't they? The That's Master the Collection was that. Yeah, they've already remade. Remastered. They didn't remake. Yeah, I suppose it's more of a trend now, but it's like... It's never had a chance to just take a break and go. It's always... There's been something, like, cooking. Even, yeah, when, it, like, it, yeah. even when it didn't make like, sense. That's why I think... Because do you remember after Resident Evil 6? Apart from, like, mm. those DS games and stuff, it was like, Resident Evil doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, its cultural capital just kind of evaporated. And then Resident Evil 7 came out, and it was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of figured out what they needed to do. Um, yeah, so they, I think they need to do that. Yeah. It's just so, like, frustrating. Cause yeah. Just the but same was, cycle of three, four games. Like Star Wars, it was from, like, the work. Yeah, game. yeah. Like, the Halo second 4. they wanted to continue it. Yeah, Halo, yeah. Halo 4. Yeah. But who cares? There's plenty of other good games. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like... But I, I don't it need it. But that's yeah. what's so frustrating there, because it's like... Around those early days of Infinite, like the way people were talking about it, and there was there like... Promise. COD was garbage, yeah. Battlefield was garbage, and mm-hmm. Halo was at least working. And was like, oh, going kind of back to something we haven't really had. And it's just like, this whole time... If they would just done what the franchise is and yeah, had the content yeah. to back it, then maybe it would be a different situation. But for, for some reason, this uh, this company that was created to make Halo games just cannot make a Halo game. I actually saw, I don't know if this is even true, but apparently if you used the dead body props in Forge World and depict them in a violent way to like show, like, you know, environmental storytelling. Your map will be removed from Forge because it shows violence. So you can't use the props in Forge because it's against terms and policy. I yeah, they've like gutted it of uh, all of its like grunt and character and personality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's so weird because like the violence was like part of it. <laughs> the blue blood squirting out of the well, aliens. Like Halo the, 1 when... The flood. The flood and everything. A horror concept. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it just... None of it makes any sense. It's... It's almost Velma levels of, like, absurd. It's worse than Velma. There, I said it. It's worse than Velma. What? Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's worse than Velma. I think Halo... It's like what I've said all along is that you need to let Halo go. Everyone needs to collectively let Halo go. Give it ten years. But it's almost like... It's more insulting what they... If they had actually let it go themselves... They should... Yeah, they they should have. Just let it sit. You know, mm-hmm. if they had that that patience, just to leave it be. They need to have the valve, valve mentality to it. Yeah, we're just doing nothing um, until a little passion project comes up, and it's like, there's, yeah, it's, it's, there's some kind of idea for it. I do. Yeah, that whole thing is just just bizarre and confusing and just silly. Um, I just don't understand like how they get, come to these conclusions. Just and the money involved, hundreds of millions yeah, sunk into these. So projects. much money. And they've not. And for what? You know? And it's like, and I'll save this as well for later. I think we've got a question about it. Instead, I'll shift into 
moral quandaries. The, the moral bizarreness of uh, the, what technology is now allowing us to do. So have you, have you guys heard about this uh, this this de-extinction company? De-extinction? Yeah. Like reversing extinction? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> You're so, going to have to... So there's... A, it's real. There's a de-extinction company that has been established. And at the moment, what they're trying to do is bring back the woolly mammoth. Um... You know, you know that scene in Jurassic Park with the frog and that whole animated DNA thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's literally that. The amber. Uh, yeah. Well, it's the same concept. They take the the DNA from the amber, fill in the gaps in the DNA with modern animals. Um, they're doing the same thing. They're using Indian elephant DNA to fill in the gaps in the fairly well preserved woolly mammoth. Uh, DNA that has been like retrieved from frozen samples or whatnot. Um, yeah, mm. there was some found in Swindon. I'm pretty sure something recently. Well, wasn't there that like huge block of ice with just like a, a mammoth, like <laughs> perfectly frozen? <laughs> There's stuff like that. Yeah, so you got pretty good DNA like mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. Take that Indian elephant DNA, and somehow you can bring back woolly mammoths. And over the next couple of years, apparently, they're gonna start doing that. Um. And there's like multiple kind of extinct animals that they're like thinking about maybe trying to. <laughs> well, yeah, because we can de-extinct animals. But why? Um, See, this is this this what I'm about to say is gonna can go off into another new tangent. But Cyberpunk 2077 is an amazing game. And one of the details in it I saw was that in one of the terminals ever is talking about hunting big game and the fact that they hunt big game by lab growing the game and then releasing it into the wild and then you hunt it. So if these scientists are bringing back mm. extinct animals, it's just going to be for game hunting. Because killing a tiger, that's dopamine. Killing an extinct animal that shouldn't be here, that's like times ten. Well, it's like those weird conservation places that are funded by hunting, aren't they, or something. So mm. weirdly it keeps the population alive. Um, but then if we can just de-extinctify stuff, then hunting becomes a bigger deal. Because then we can just use it to make money. Because if you're if you're lab growing extinct animals, at least they're not they're not they're lab grown. And if you if you bring one thing back from extinction, then surely anything that exists presently or previously, presently or onward, because like we might not have dinosaur DNA or whatever. No. But anything that exists at that time loses the ability to ever go extinct. Yeah. As long as there's like a modern, evolved, loosely related facsimile like existing now, you can fill well, in blanks with. Like if once this technology is, is done successfully, mm. nothing can ever die again. Yeah. So it'd be like, well, we can just bring them back. But then the, then the, I guess the <clears throat> challenge is more balancing um, ecologies, right? Because they were saying something about like woolly mammoths, like the way they would treat the environment is like knock trees down in a certain way, which would then animals below it would like eat the things that they mm -hmm. forage and they'd like would squish the snow down in a certain way, which would like change temperatures or like all these kind of theor theories. Um, 
I think it's more interesting thinking about it in terms of animals that have specifically been removed thanks to human interference. Like the moa in New Zealand or something that was hunted yeah. to extinction by humans. Um, like what is lacking from the local ecology from taking these animals out that maybe reintroducing them in some way could balance in a different way? I don't know. But then or, or that's throw the, it the, off. Yeah, exactly. That's where way. the moral quandary comes in. It's like, well, yeah, just because you can, does that mean you should? Jurassic Park? Yeah. I mean, that it's literally that same question. <laughs> it, it, it just it, is Jurassic Park. It, yeah. But, like, I, so I always thought that was, like, like a silly, like, movie concept. Like, you yeah, can't yeah. actually do that. You can't bring woolly mammoths back. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> it's bonkers. Yeah. And I, I don't think we should... I think we should, even when it's like from human causes, uh-huh. we should uh, sleep in the bed we we made. We've made, but then what James was saying with the the potential to make moolah moolah. Imagine well, yeah. like a zoo that and has if, a dodo, or, if, or if we can eat it. Mm-hmm. What, what if woolly mammoth taste bomb? DFC no, dodo then... fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what are they hiring the dodos to fry the chicken? <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Well, no, it becomes it makes like food supply and demand more scary because at the moment it's like sure the corporations corporations will have like an amount of cows or chickens, or whatever. But when they're still living animals that have to be produced, right? But then, once corporations can just lab grow the food, they now control the supply. Which means that becomes a more bigger ethical issue, because then it's like, if you, you, you go against the corporation, then the food supply stops, because they're lab growing it all. Because the same is going to happen with, you know, and everything isn't else. And also less morally disturbing, because then you don't have, like, factory farming if it's, like... But it's just be labs. Like you just more, more extreme factory farming with like the headless chickens James loves to talk about. What, what the like what? skyscrapers full of headless chickens. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! No, the, the technology of being able to like remove parts of the brains of animals so that they they don't they don't understand the horror they're in. So you can just have skyscrapers full of chickens <laughs> that are like perfectly happy. So you well, they're not back. happy or sad. They're just nothing. They're just, nothing. They're, they're just meat. They're just yeah, they're growing husks. meat. <laughs> but then, now at that they're point, husks. then you can lab grow the chickens without the brains. And then it is just lab growing skyscrapers of meat. There's no animal there at that point. It's just meat. <laughs> yeah. Because this is going to happen. Like this is going to happen in our lifetime. Like we're going to have the skyscrapers full of battery farmed genetic meat yeah, I really don't know how to feel about this no, it's f- tough to think about yeah and it's like bro what, it's all going downhill but also like a lab grown bit of meat is it vegan yeah. no but we're going down a different road now with that I, I'm just with the bringing the woolly mammoth back something tangible that like is is closer than like yeah yeah technology of this this lab grown stuff because um, I assume like growing one woolly mammoth is probably an extremely expensive endeavor, right? Yes. Um, but what what does it mean by gr- do they like like IVF it into an elephant? 
Um, and they give birth to this like fluffy. I think elephant. that's one way of doing it. Or they can no, also no, use like in, like, artificial sat, wombs. Yeah, as it's well. in it's in um, like wombs because I've seen like horses being grown in these wombs. But then, then with that technology, what's stopping us from like doing that with humans? No, but that's the next step. Yeah. Well, that like celebrities already like fly to Morocco and get like stem cell injections and stuff to like heal injuries or whatever. Like, it's it's already like pretty <laughs> crazy. <laughs> no, but no, but it'll be a big. It'll be like the biggest um, like positive to this is that a woman doesn't have to sacrifice so many years to have a child when you can just have it artificially grown in a virtual that's, womb. That's that's already happening basically. Yeah. Like the surrogate thing that like the Kardashians do, or whatever, where they have someone else have their child. No, but that, then that's another woman doing it. We're talking about an actual art, completely artificial. Just, mm thing that you can just that's where the baby goes growing but then you're not a woman's not having to sacrifice so many years for that because then that's i i see it better healthy it's also kind of freaky it's freaky it's it, not it's unnatural it's, it's not white about it yeah it's yeah. not human like you just like it's like delivered to you by like amazon stalk <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, no, because then obviously you got to remember corporations are going to be the one like the biggest companies are going to be able to do this are, are companies like Amazon because they've got so much money. So you will get baby well, yeah, deliveries. Yeah, it'll be so expensive. Um, it will probably just be like a small select. No, but it will be the mainstream. You got to pick, pick your company now, bro. You yeah. can pick Amazon. But now, though, I want to focus more on specifically. Jim was kind of saying, leaning more towards the mammoth, bringing back mammoth. No, where do you lie on that, James? If you, ha what does your gut tell you about bringing the concept of bringing back a woolly mammoth within the space of two or three years, which is what they're well, no, but about. then no, but this is no matter what morally, even if you're against it, someone isn't. Like no matter no, what you, you d what do you think? If you could switch it off right now, would you? Like if but you, then I'd switch off knowing in a year someone else would start doing it again. No, no, no but that, no, let's phrase it more like this then: that that you have like a vote on a council, and it's either yes or no. Okay, so we okay, so we're split evenly between yes and no. My vote is the only one that matters. Yeah. Devil's advocate, I'd have to go. Yeah. <laughs> you go, yeah. I, I actually don't know. No, good, so, bro. No, I, I'd be is it being too straight like, up. Optimistic? You'd, be, you'd be just curious about what the meat is. Is it too like? optimistic and hopeful to think that there are ways to like help the environment by like, or is that just tinkering? That's just too much. Like, that, we, you know, we we're playing we're with ready. we're playing with shit, but beyond our comprehension. Yeah. But how how could it possibly like improve the environment? You wouldn't. We're like we're we're running out of ice, right? Like it's all melting. Hmm. Where the woolly mammoth's gonna go and be comfortable? I don't know. I'm, I don't know enough about like okay, how make, they affect okay. the environment or what the what like the if they just want to do this like once and then that's like look. We've but done I mean, it, like they or... they died like hundreds of thousands of years ago, right? Yeah, I don't actually know because... when they went extinct. Um... And that wasn't due to humans. It was the environment right. not supporting them anymore. Yeah, because they existed in the... So that is a factor the for you age. then. So let's change the vote to mowers then. What would you say with them? Because they were hunted. Yeah, absolutely. So you would... So that's interesting to me. Well, no, because Australia and yeah. New Zealand are good examples of this because every time they tried to mess with the biology of a pl their country, it's gone... It's fucked them up. 
yeah, the opossums, the cane toads in Australia. Emus. <laughs> what is she crunching back there? <laughs> Billy! She's just looking at the light. No, she was crunching something. It's because, no, j the other day, like, complete tangent, it was about 11 o'clock at night. Everything on here, um, for those listening, I'm pointing at the, the windowsill, just came tumbling down. I just heard this crazy crash, because there's all bottles up there, so it was just going... <laughs> I came up to investigate, thinking maybe Billy was trying to climb. But no, she was in there, like at the top of her podium. It, would, it couldn't, wouldn't be possible. Some, somehow, like everything up there, except that Lego set, had like fallen down. So down there is now a bunch of like dirt and cactus stones, and because they're, they're of course cactus up there as well. So <laughs> it's just, like, I, I said it's a ghost. There's no nothing else it could be besides a ghost. It could have been Billy. No, it could have been Billy. Look at her. She, look, you're saying this and she's now moodily looking in the other direction. Luckily, the hair jar didn't like crack open because then that would yeah. have been another kind of pandemic on our Billy hands. would have a couple hairballs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. With the, the human one, I feel like... So woolly mammoths went extinct about 10,000 years ago. Is that so it? So not that long. Is that it? When, well, yeah, when... They, they existed the same time as yeah. like, humans. So. When, when, was the, when, when were the pyramids made? Oh, good question. Um, 60 years ago? Sounds about right. I could put my Louis wit on. <laughs> uh, pyramid build date roughly 2550 to 2490 BC. So that's 4,000 years ago. About, yeah. Yeah. Bit, bit more. So five thousand before five thousand years before the pyramids. The is that not crazy to you? We're getting closer to the, the the pyramids being closer to the mammoths than we are the pyramids. No, we're closer to the pyramids than the mammoths. Yeah, but eventually we're not going to be. The, the pyramids will be closer to the mammoths than us. us oh to right, the pyramids. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Well, time is crazy. A thousand years is a really long time. Mm -hmm. A lot can change in ten, let alone a thousand. Yeah. Um, we can't really comprehend that kind of space of time. Um, what's, with the, what's with the looks? You know, have you, have you heard about the theory that if you were to go back in time, you literally wouldn't be able to do anything? Well, like, you couldn't communicate with anyone. You, you could No, but it's the, it's the theory that it's like, if you tried to change anything, it would stop you. Things would happen to stop you actually having a fearance. It's the Voikov principle. What would like, stop you? Like yourself? Like something you just, would you stop you. wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. Because it's all been predetermined or whatever. Yeah. No, but as soon as you start looking into like space and the passing of time, it just becomes insane. That's like, why are we, why are we messing around with things on the planet? We need, we need to think bigger. The crazy out there. We need to go find the crazy but surely the um, the answer to our problems is probably going down some scientific path, right? And everything's everything is down a scientific path. So I don't know. This this just like opens this whole Pandora's box to me. The de-extinct a de-extinction company like existing. Um, I think it's whack. Oh, Would it's that mean whack. that if you have DNA from someone from thousands of years ago, you can recreate them? 
Surely, yeah, right? Genghis Khan is being brought back. And he's going to be on TikTok. <laughs> the next Andrew Tate. He's, he's filling the void <laughs> left by Andrew Tate. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something to think about. Okay, so let's just say we have we have DNA of like any figure from the last 4,000 years. And we can bring one of them back. Who would it be? Um, I don't know. I like Jesus. animals more. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, and um, I can't remember what they're called, but I've got a picture of them at these. Um, oh, Gorgons. They're like dogs with stripes on them. Um, Aren't they, they still just, alive? They, they were only went extinct like a few decades ago, so they're thinking about bringing them back. <laughs> this is what I mean, though. There's going to be like no limit on it. Just be like, yeah, bring them back and um, and a megalodon. <laughs> the, like, yeah, the extinct Tasmanian tiger. If you want no, to what we should do is we should bring back proper pugs. We should let the proper pugs fight mm. the new the new the new pugs. See who wins, and then they get they 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 claim whichever wins claims the true title. What's a proper pug. pug? When they didn't have when they had noses before they got inbred to be up. Oh. So we let them fight, and whichever wins becomes the true pug, because that would just benefit them. I, He'd win. I found this article. It's like a, I guess, a list planet. Uh, sorry, website or something. A list planet. A list. A it's because it's because the website is called onekindplanet.org. Um, but they've just got this. The title is top ten extinct animals. It, just that phrasing, like just like. That's, <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> the, the best extinct animals. <laughs> yeah. Um, just to, just to refresh my memory on some things that are extinct, like the passenger pigeon. Uh, or the Stella's sea cow. Those are weird birds. Oh, dodos were like really ugly, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look like they got mange. <laughs> like, what? okay, what, people would line up to see a saber-toothed cat. Yeah, I would. People would pay big bucks to do that. No, this is That's the thing. True. You've got to realize this is not being driven by anything science-related or curiosity or the greater good. It's being driven by what can make money. Mimi money. But surely, like, if they brought back herds of mammoths, that would be, like, suddenly a tourist thing. Yeah. People would be, like, going to see the migrating mammoths. Billy, don't do it there. Yeah, I don't know, man. Too far? Too far. We've finally gone too far. I just feel like... Reel it back. Stand down. The, the resources right now, though, could go into something different, right? What, bringing back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got to be bringing back something. Like bringing back the Rolling Stones. <laughs> or, the, or the Beatles. Bring back uh, Lennon. Not the Russian guy, like John Lennon. I mean. <laughs> Bring Lennon. back Putin. Lennon. <laughs> um, Bring back Stalin. No, the craziest thing I learned recently, which is going to sound dumb as it's gonna make me sound like I know nothing, but the Beatles and the Rolling Stones were at the same time, and that blew my mind. Oh really? Which yeah, because that's, that's like the debate. I like... thought Beatles was like ten years prior, because there's no way anyone listened to the Beatles over the Rolling Stones. Oh, so there you go. That's uh, that explains it then, actually. Yeah. You're anti-Beatles thing this whole time. We... I like them both. I prefer the Beatles. Because you're a stoner. But... Yeah. Yeah. You've always been anti-Beatles, though. 
Even though they're they're the best, they're so good. They're not Nam songs. That's that just. They're not what songs? Oh, Nam songs. <laughs> no, but that's the problem with the Rolling Stones. Only Nam songs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's because Nam songs the vibe. Ooh, Billy's little line like that. <laughs> I love the fact that when she's like that, she looks tired and her eyes are very low, but then she's just like ready to attack. She's Billy. always ready. She, the room she like stays in like has a little slit like permanently open and she like she sits perfectly so you can just see her eyes in the darkness. <laughs> yeah. It's really scary. She, she does that, like, down the garden. Ooh. And you were like, if there is one bit of light... It will reflect off their eyes yeah. and that's mm -hmm. all you'll see. Do you know, apparently, how they see in the dark so well? How? Their eyes are so reflective that any light that, like, bounces into their eyes will be reflected back to what they're looking at. And then back into their eyes so they can see it. Wow. That's why um, the little things are called cat's eyes on the road because they reflect oh, yeah, yeah. light. So you can cat's see eyes it. are a great invention. Now that's a good invention, right there. Yeah. Um, and when you drive over them, they get a little wash. It's true. They have um, suds <laughs> under the road, so the road is like floating on a thin bed of suddy water. I like hitting them because they make good noises. Yeah, because it goes splash because it dunks in the suds. <laughs> I hate the word suds. Stop saying it. I hate the word suds. That's so right there. I agree. No, but it's just like when you get on a road that doesn't have cat size, it's like, I can't see shit. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly. Hundred of suds, you've just triggered like a memory oh, no. of something gross. I was, talk I was talking to someone, right, and they, they, was, they were describing the, the way their parents, like clean up things during the day let me explain so like i guess they don't have a dishwasher or something in the morning they run like they fill the sink with warm water and a bit and some suds suddy yeah um and instead of just cleaning everything then and there they leave that water in there for the whole day and every time they like have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or whatever even if there's dregs in the cup they like split put it in that water Give it a little shake, and then just like put it put it away. But they use the same water for the whole day. Is that so, to save money or so something? By, I don't know. But by the end of the day, obviously like the water's just black. full of tea and coffee. And I just found that that no, that's good. Yeah, I hate that. I, when I do the dishes, like without a dishwasher, I always like if there's a a fully drank cup of tea, so an empty cup. But it's had tea in it. I've got to rinse it out before I put it in the sink mm -hmm. to wash it, because otherwise it's just going to be like you're you're washing with tea. Yeah. yeah. And then you then you then you you wash it, and then you have the other pot of clean water where you wash it again, and that's it, because you're using the water. So you have you have the your washing up pot with your you know detergent or whatever your cleaning solution, and you wash it in there. And then you put you like rinse it and clean it in clean water, and then you dry it, because then it's clean. Wow, James is so clean. No, I, clean, I'm baby. just no, but you, you, I. This is where probably some part of my brain is a bit up because. 
Sorry. <laughs> 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 that picture you sent me, James, of Augie doing this exact thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners, but this is, <laughs> this is a visual thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> no but you've seen like i can't i can't drink from water any glass unless it's been i've like felt the insides of it because if there's even a crusty bit of food, that's too far though no but bro bro sometimes i'll get f***ing, like glasses out my dishwasher and they'll just be like lasagna pieces stuck on the inside <laughs> like what? small little bits and i'm like <laughs> so i have to i'm like really anal about any the cleanliness of drink like things you drink from because mm. you, you don't drink something if it's got bitty food chunks in the inside mm, 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 mm. well we'll see you after these messages oh, oh, oh. that's it <laughs> attacker please attack Billy, smash, smash! Bye, bear, bear. Bye, bear, bear. I do declare, yeah. bye, bear, bear. <laughs> bear, bear, shirts and mug available now. Check the description below. She's uh, fitted into the requirements of a jar animal. Which is really dumb what pictures. What are the requirements of, uh, of a jar animal? If you can't take really dumb pictures of them... They decide mm. they're not a jar animal. We've got to have equal humour to yeah. cuteness value. Yeah. Argy yeah. has it, Paisley has a lot of it, and Billy has it. <laughs> Paisley might have it the most. <laughs> <laughs> no, Argy has it. Of all the iconic no. jar photos, like the one I've put in the group chat. <laughs> I get the vibe, though, that jarlings don't really like Paisley very much. Why? Really? She never gets mentioned. Billy does, Argy does, because she's Guys normal. does. Guys does it never gets mentioned. No, he does, man. Pa- no, More did you not pays. see the recent breakdown? Of what? What legendary That's exactly why he's special right there. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good face. Yeah, I don't know how it's <laughs> I don't know what cast that's in. New well, Jar episode four. It was Randy. Yeah, it was right? Randy up. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 what a legendary <laughs> moment. I, I don't think I've ever known a funnier animal than Argy. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing's funnier than Argy. I think he's the funniest creature I've ever like interacted with. He was really sweet yesterday. Yeah. No, no he, he's home, he since. Like, hey, hey, Jamie, I've really missed <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. And then he then he like stands next to me and his tail's wagging. And I touch him and he's like so f- soft, mm-hmm. like ridiculous. Since yeah. he's left this house, he he's become well. a better dog. Yeah, he's generally a lovely it. boy. He was yeah. happy to see me today, and it was just like, "Hello, Argie." Yeah, I think um, I think not having Pays around has been quite good for him. For oh, both really, of them, because Pays is like really annoying yeah. when Argie's around. She becomes this little arse-eating follower. <laughs> you know? I mean, she's always an arse-eating follower, but when <laughs> she's following the shit-eating, yeah, 
Uh, she, <laughs> gremlin. <laughs> she's kind of like um, Spider from Avatar 2, where she, you know, she thinks she's something she's oh, not. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. She thinks she's a corgi. Let's go, cuz. Run, bro, run! <laughs> Welcome to the second half the Jar Media Posdact, where we answer questions from the Jar Media community. Head over to the suggestion thread on the subreddit, not r slash flaff Jar Media. Just like Chris Peacock did, and this is one I actually screenshot last episode, but the thread was so good last episode that there were a bunch of, uh, there were just too many to choose from, and I forgot about this one. I'm gonna need you guys to put on your, um, you know, your thinking goggles a little bit. Your your BS goggles. See if you see any lies in this. But I, I don't know. I feel like there's truth in here. The day I met the most evil Jarling. In episode 304, during the Patreon name segment, a name gave details of a Jarling fan meetup in my city of Perth, Australia, on Boxing Day. I was surprised to hear there were Jarlings nearby, but excited to attend and hopefully make some new friends. On the day, I arrive at the disclosed location and begin asking people nearby if they're here for the jar meetup. For the next 20 minutes, I was met with the expected confused faces or being straight up ignored as if I was a drugged up homeless person spewing nonsense. I waited around for another 30 minutes after this and finally saw a person roughly my age arrive. I approached them, intending them to be my last person to ask before just going home, but luckily they were, they were actually here for the said meetup. We quickly introduce ourselves and it goes quite well due to our shared niche interest. I was excited at being able to make a friend with someone who seemed lovely. After talking for a while, we realize no one else is coming, so he suggests we see a movie. Luckily, the new Avatar was playing quite soon, so we walked to a nearby cinema. I'm first to pay for my own ticket and snacks, followed by the Jarling. However, when told the price of his ticket and snacks, he begins fumbling around in his bag and pockets, telling me he's left his wallet at home. I didn't think it was a big deal, so I just paid for him too. I thought it would be a nice gesture to form the foundation of our friendship, and he was very grateful. As the credits for the film began to play, he tells me he was desperate to use the bathroom, which was understandable after such a long film, so I stayed back to pick up our rubbish. I waited for him outside the bathroom for about 20 minutes before going in myself. To my utter shock, there was only one older gentleman at the urinal to be found. This bastard paid about 15 Australian dollars on a Patreon name segment to stage a fake meetup in order to con a free ticket and snacks valued at 35 Australian dollars. In the e if the evil Jarling is reading this and I'm wrong and you had some emergency or something, let me know or else I'll continue warning this community about your scummy behavior. Wow. Yo. <laughs> that's dark. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like a Joker plan. From like it's the like the most night. innocent Joker ever. <laughs> Maybe he just really wanted to see Avatar. Well, you couldn't, you couldn't scrounge together 15 America, Australian dollars to do that. Surely. You can pay, you can pay for the Patreon, but you can't see yeah. Avatar. <laughs> well, maybe it was his last money. The only thing that really makes sense to me is that maybe it was someone who was just like, yeah, I was... Actually, no, but they bonded over the niche. It doesn't make sense. They both knew. From what I can tell, this is an evil individual. Um, is that what it is? Have we got an evil patron on our hands? I think it might be. <laughs> That's... 
please, you got to got some explaining to you to do. You yeah, gotta, that's a mad you clear scheme. The air. Yeah, man, kind of yeah, stunned by that one. Um, stick them up. Asks a simple one. When was the last time you genuinely fell over? Uh, a few days ago. Do you remember what you were doing? Well, at the moment in the UK, it's like you know, it's winter. It's cold. I see. I see. So after work, you know, I walk, you know, I live in the sticks. You know, I'm quite country. So there's just one road that goes around all the small houses and it's a single track and whatnot. And half muddy, you know, there's, there's no one off of water. Ice. I was looking at my phone almost at the field. I step on straight on, straight on my ass. Fine. This is the thing, when you fall over, if you don't expect it, it's fine. As long as you don't tense up, you're fine. It's quite an, an enjoyable experience. <laughs> so I go to the field, I walk back, same spot. Gaius walks there, Gaius falls over on the way back. Same <laughs> spot, and it's like, yeah. you fucking Even twat. four legs can't save you. But uh, this is my whole thing. It's like falling over is like a car crash. As long, if you don't expect it and you don't tense up, it's only a good time. <laughs> Man. Then about that one. Um, <laughs> no, because it's like ragdoll white. Because once you, <laughs> it's when you slip over, when you slip over, you just you're just gone, and you don't realise that you're just <laughs> flying through the air, and then you're on your ass. It's it's a fun time. So it's like the next time you fall over, <laughs> he's trying to say car crashes are a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, looking back at my motorbike crashes, they were all kind of fun. There's something about losing your whole body weight just being flung that is kind of fun and relaxing. I don't, I don't <laughs> think you, you'll get it. <laughs> but it's like, relaxing? Yeah, because you're so powerless in that moment and your body is just going somewhere and you didn't choose where it goes. <laughs> That's my it, biggest fear. <laughs> it's like a journey, right? It's like you're going on a cruise ship. So there's uh, all I'm saying is it's a fun time and when you when that next happens to you, Make your mind completely empty in that moment and you'll have a fun time. Okay. I don't remember the last time I fell over. I walk into things a lot. Yeah, yeah I smack like, my limbs on things really hard all the time. Yeah, I, I often walk into like doorways. I often like walking backwards through doorways and like I always hit my like shoulder or something. Mm -hmm. I smacked my thumb on a door handle this morning. Mm. Yeah, incredibly painful. Uh, but falling over, though, can't really remember. Cause especially when it is icy, I'm so paranoid. Yeah, same. No, I but that's so why. That, no, what you see there is you're so paranoid about falling over that when that you, you fall, fall over... over. But I haven't no, fallen no, over no. <laughs> yeah. no, but when you do fall over, you're going to be... It's going to not be fun, and you're going to hurt yourself more. If you just go limp, and you just fall over, you're going to have a good time. With her cat hair everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I did see Argy and Paisley both fall over on ice, though, when I went on a walk with them the other day. That's pretty funny. It's quite, quite. I hilarious. think dogs falling over is much funnier than humans. No, for humans falling over is way funnier. No, because humans like it's There's like no... we're we're like a straight line. No, but with so... humans. Humans don't have elegance when they fall over. Animals do. Dogs don't. No, they don't. Dogs. No, don't. they do. They do. No. Because they never, they never fully stack it. 
Like when dogs fall over, it's just cute. It's like, ah. But when humans fall over, it's like, oh, like that hi. dog that runs after that big ball and goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny as fuck. No, but that's the thing. Dogs clearly know it's fun, so then they just like stretch themselves out and just <laughs> boom. I think that's an old jar then now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's like the one on the, the swing. It was just it hits the swing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Tiger one 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 says. There's been a theory going around that Velma was intentionally made to be bad and offensive to make people hate watch it. If that's hypothetically true, what do you think about companies like HBO, Netflix, etc. starting to make bad shows on purpose in the future, basically trolling people into watching their shows? Personally, I think that would be the worst timeline from an artistic perspective. Thanks for the great pod, great pod bean. I listen every week. Keep on gaming on. Kind of teased this earlier. Um, mm disturbing concept for sure I think this might be what Big Mouth was designed to be from the get go designed to be but then people just loved it yeah and got they were like really seventies. they were like is the bar really this low <laughs> wait okay now let's play a little game how many episodes of Big Mouth do you think there are uh probably over 100 <laughs> so your guess is 100 Jim I'm gonna say like 70 odd Damn, really good guess. 62 episodes. Ooh. 62 episodes of Big Mouth. With more on the way. That's seven seasons worth. Well, season seven's coming up, I mean. I can't remember where I I even stopped hate watching that one. Like, I, yeah. Like seasons and they, ago. I couldn't do it Because, like, before it was like, oh, wow, there's, they've made another one. Mm -hmm. Let's watch that. And now it's just like they come out, like, every other month. Yeah, so like, people what, just what? love it, I guess. People watch it and must get the numbers or whatever. I mean, part of me gets it. Like, something yeah. to put on that you really don't have to, like... You don't even have to focus on it, you know? Mm. It's much more enjoyable the less you focus on it. Yeah, until it just becomes, like, noise. Yeah. It's just noise with a bit of movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, what do you think about this idea of these companies making things intentionally bad to annoy people on purpose? To get people to watch it? I can't believe it. But, yeah. But then I think about, like, have you seen anything about this latest Witcher show, for example? That spin-off Witcher show. <clears throat> In the movie? Or is it actually no, a, it's a show? Blood Dragon? Show. What, not Blood Dragon. Something like that. Blood Origin. Blood Origin. And it's like comedically bad. Um, and it's just like, wh why? People were watching it though. Because it was just being clammed so hard. I'm sure a oh, lot of so people are. I, I went, I, we don't have HBO Max here, but I did search for Velma on uh, Now TV. Um, it's not, it was not on there, so I couldn't watch it, but I probably would have watched a bit of it just out of interest, just because mm. it was in the zeitgeist. Yeah, true. It's the, the age-old publicity thing, you know? Yeah, it's kind of more marketing, isn't it? it? It does seem a bit like... I can't really imagine a team sitting down and being like, yeah, let's let's just embarrass ourselves for this. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know? It might be more like, what's something that will be, like, controversial and get people talking? Yeah. What if we made, like, Scooby-Doo without a dog? 
<laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it began. They thought they were doing like the James Cameron adding the S to alien thing. <laughs> yes. Scooby Doo without Scooby Doo. It's, it's more like taking alien and removing the N. Ailey. <laughs> yeah. Um What if what if season one ends though? And they're like doing this the this like mystery. And then <laughs> The mystery is Scooby. Then, yeah, basically like they're like, oh, I can't figure this out and then they hear re <laughs> It's like the Thanos T is <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> And then season two is just all about the Scoob. No, they can't do it. What do you mean? <clears throat> I'm pretty sure there is a character that kind of fills in that role, but it's a human. Um. <laughs> well, no, Scooby-Doo is now a fucking human in the Scooby-Doo <laughs> show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I haven't seen it, but that's that's the impression I'm getting. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't freaking know. I don't know. Dirty boy. <clears throat> Bro, do you know how old these shoes are? They're starting to fall apart. I'll tell you what I did actually go on though when I was on Now TV was um the the first episode of The Last of Us. Oh. Oh yes. That's out. It's like an hour and twenty minute long first episode. And I've I've never experienced it with media before where it's like You know that feeling when you've read the book before seeing the film? Mm-hmm. And it's like Kind of take something out of it, even though it's it's like objectively pretty much like really good. It's it's okay. it's it's faithful to the point where like they they use like everything basically like, like almost shot to shot like you'll recognize basically everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's what everyone's been asking for is like a faithful mm. uh, conversion. So yeah. it's like I do, yeah. It's a weird one because it's like yeah, there's there's it, there's quality there, but I'm like not hyped because I yeah, I know yeah. everything that happens. <clears throat> like I, I remember yeah. all the shots and all the characters and yeah, maybe it gets more different as it goes along. But I'm kind of more curious almost on people who have never played it. Like yeah, yeah, but you know the story though, surely. No. Nothing. No. I don't know how James just doesn't engage in any of, like, pop culture, especially with how yeah, terminally pop, online no, you are. No, pop culture I'm not involved in. No, but, like, you watch I dipped ones, out of Marvel. I dipped Arcane, out of right? Marvel, like... No, but even... Edgerunners? Ooh. What about Edgerunners? They're, they're big pop culture, anime, I think. Though. Anime, yeah. Is it, is, if no, but even then, what pop, what pop, what pop culture anime have I actually seen? I've not seen My Hero Academia. I've not seen One Piece. <laughs> not I've not watched Pokemon. Dragon Ball, Naruto. None of the big ones I've watched. I'm watching Monster, Monster, Monster. <laughs> yeah, Monster. when's Monster ever in the zeitgeist? It's not. It also, it also like a, a shot for shot adaption of the manga. Mm. Really enough. Read yeah. the manga then, bitch. Because I was seeing, like, people... Because people were often clowning on that Halo show for not being enough, like, the yeah. source material. And mm. now people are saying, like, well, oh, it's just boring because it is the source material. <laughs> like, it's too, yeah. too accurate. <laughs> it's it's the story for people, for not gamers. Yeah. It's Last of Us for normies. <laughs> normies. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, like, Pedro Pascal is, is like, 
really good. Yeah, he's um, a very, very good actor. Yeah, he's perfect as Joel. I like who's like Tess. Who can I have a woman from Fringe? She's Tess. Oh, I um, thought I recognised her. Yeah, I'm from Fringe and The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> he's in Destiny, Jim. Not. A yeah, when's the Destiny show coming out? No, but I'm surprised that there hasn't been one. It's not faithful so. enough. This is too entertaining. <laughs> this has too much to follow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep watching that. <laughs> Although, the, the one of the biggest things to me was, like, man, like, the 2010s were really defined by, like, zombie media. Holy yeah. shit. It was everything. Yeah. Ever since you The know. Walking Dead, man. Yeah. It blew up like um, huge. Dead Island. It peaked at Dead Island That's and it's just kind of dropped off. That's true. Yeah, that was. Wasn't Dead it? Island rocked. Dead Island was the best, the best zombies thing, ever. No. 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 Ever. Yes. The best piece of media ever. Nothing. Nothing will give you more fun than Dead <laughs> Island. Yeah. What? No. What's? What do you? What do you say then? And the we didn't. Even, we didn't. Ever. We didn't even enjoy Dead Island with alcohol, because that would have fucking wound up to like eleven. <laughs> um. I did. I did read The Walking Dead quite a lot. I read the hundred mm. issues of it, and, you then did. and then stopped when, yeah, whatever happens. When, when Greg gets bonked. Yeah. Um, Greg, no. Greg. Who's Greg? He's just a random NPC that um, people scream his name in The Last of Us Two. Greg. Greg, no. Not <laughs> Greg and his dog. Yeah. Uh, Luda Joestar has one for you, James. Mm -hmm. Does James have any interesting car meetup stories? As I believe he's mentioned going on some on the cast before. No, I don't think I have. Uh, so besides that we had to scatter from a multi-story car park in Swindon away from the police. That's the, <laughs> only, the only How did one. you know police were coming? Because they blocked off the bloody multi-story car park. How did you get out then? We booked out the other entrance and it was just like Fast and Furious and it was just like... Every, hundred cars booking <laughs> in every direction. Did you book it? Yeah. Why didn't you get caught? Because you, in numbers, bro. They can't stop you in numbers. No, but Wait, then there's What the were you driving then? The bluey. <laughs> How did you get away? <laughs> the loudest car ever. Yeah, bluey. I was in bluey. And then there's the time when someone got... Uh, we were at a car meet and there was loads of people smoking weed at a car meet. And the only person who got arrested and pulled over was a guy on a motor on, on a on a on a moped for speeding <laughs> on a moped. <laughs> um, there's the guy who got breach thrown at his car. Bree. Oh, Bree. There was a the street where you know the dual carriageway in Swindon. Mm -hmm. There was a street race going on there, and the guy was in a Renault Clio, <laughs> and he was a, a notorious twat. So he got in a street race with a guy in a mini, and as he drove past, someone got a block of Bree, <laughs> threw it in the window, and it. <laughs> Cover the window <laughs> because it's a Renault, it's, it's French cars. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, that's that stretch is actually like perfect. Thinking about it, yeah, you can you can go yeah, pretty yeah. fast down there. Yeah, interesting. Uh, but no, other than that, I've not I've not got any other crazy uh, car meet stories. I tend to not go to them anymore because it's just like not an interesting crowd. Because it's all like people go there for attention depending on what car they drive when I yeah. don't want that. Mm. So that's not the car culture I'm Your into. car's too classy now anyway. Yeah, it's just like I'd rather just some guy talk to me in a car park. It's just like, oh, I like your car. It's like, yeah, yeah. cool, man. 
But yeah, I don't do car meets because I know they're a big thing in America because America's got um, street takeovers. You've probably seen clips of them where... What does that mean? You know those big intersections where it's... Mm-hmm. Loads of people get out of their car, stand in a circle, and loads of people just drift, do little skids in the middle. Oh, yeah. I've and seen, there's loads of clips of, of people getting one over and shit and getting killed in these. Really? Because then that sometimes leads to, like, gun violence. Oh. Because you've got all this shit going Surely, on. Surely, like, while they're doing that in the middle of an intersection, the people who are waiting are getting, yeah. like, furious. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like the worst part of car culture at the moment, and America needs to stop it because it's just... Gross. Is that like a big American thing? No, it only happens in America. Would you go to... They're not doing it in Japan ever. I swear what I saw... No, them... no, in Japan it's different because they're not blocking streets. They're on like abandoned bl- like um, docks right. at the middle of the night just drifting. Okay. It's very different because you're not interfering with people. But in America the whole thing is like it's a street takeover. Mm. It's, it's a different different thing. Would you go to like uh, where they have all the hydraulics? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a good cool thing because it's just like your car looks cool. You yeah, and it bounces. Just, and it bounces, yeah. So, yeah, I'd like to see that IRL. That'd be hilarious. Japan. Do they do bouncing? Yeah. They've got a huge American scene in Japan. Every Everything, if it's related to cars, it's done best in Japan, and that's mm-hmm. just a fact. Because they view passions differently there. Smain Choker. That's a weird one here. Did you guys ever have a teacher who was fired after some sort of scandal? There was a PE coach at my high school who was unanimously hated by everyone because he was constantly on a power trip and loved to make fun of students. One day, an amateur porno with him in it started spreading around school, causing him to be fired. It was a strange video in that two people were doing it while on the couch and many other men stood around watching and cheering. There's even a point where they're banging against a window and the coach goes around the other side and begins licking the window. Well, yeah, you should probably lose your... You should be fired if you're working in a school and you've been seen in, in a dirty porno. I, I what if it's a clean porn? No, 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 because if... What if, what if just like, got Johnny Sins wanted to, like, change career? No, well, no, because it's like the safeguarding of children, right? Yeah, but, like, what does that have to do with his previous job? Do you guys remember any anything like this? I, I only ever remember hearing of when I was in sixth form, a local primary school having something. A full on pedder. Yeah, a full on pedder um, doing just uh, heinous shit. Um, but. <laughs> Sorry, that term is just like. Pederast? Full on pedder. Um. <laughs> No, yeah. wasn't Mr. G well, a bit Because I, I wouldn't call this guy in the thingy, you know, full-on pedo necessarily. No, that's... Just that's, creep. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I mean... That it... I, 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 I think that is a different thing because, like, that... a lot. I think a lot of um, women school teachers as well have been... Yes, like discovered for that sort of sp- specifically in America. You yes, you hear about it like weirdly often. Mm. Um, oh, what like teachers having relations with the boys? No, like like teachers having an OnlyFans. No, it's happened a lot like, in this country as well. On this country, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Um, recently, there was a big one recently. Like, is that is that illegal? 
That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like, this coach... Like, I, I'm sure it's a case-by-case, case, but, like, having porn on the side... There is that check you have to do if you do any job that's to do with children. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if... Like, what this kind of thing means. Yeah, fuck knows. But I'm pretty sure we had a bit of a... A creepster. We did. But I don't know if that was all, like... Like, secondary school? Yeah. I don't know if that was all hearsay. Like, rumours. What... Oh, he ended up quitting pretty so or being fired pretty soon yeah. after. Was it the DT teacher? Yeah. Mm. Oh. Yeah, there was a lot of rumors about him. Yeah, yeah, there were. Yeah. yeah, like dropping pens and then telling girls to like... Yeah, pick it up or whatever. In front of him. He was a power trip teacher. Yeah, yeah. Big definitely. Time. And yeah, he was like a really scary. Uh-huh. But, yeah, uh, uh, there's all sorts of stuff that was like spoken about. Mm. But you never really knew what the truth was. Yeah. Yeah, especially because you're so young at the time. You like mm. have no idea what's actually going on. Um, let's do a couple more here. Um, suspicious Choice, 858. Hello, Mingers. New Jarling here. I started listening to the POSDAC in December of 2022, but with one small twist. I've been listening to each episode in reverse chronological order. It's like watching Memento, but instead of finding out who murdered your wife, I'm trying to figure out why you keep saying Bear Bear. It's a pretty fun way of listening to the cast and having moments where I finally get the context for gags in previous episodes after going backwards through 10 episodes. Like why you guys are constantly talking about porn addiction. <laughs> One last thing. It's actually because of our teacher in the second. <laughs> I still have no idea which is James, which is Jamie, and which one is Jim. Love the cast and appreciate you, lads. I guess I'd never considered how confusing that potentially is. Which, well, because Jim is also a shortened version for James. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Is the the nicknames doesn't. Don't but make I never any say sense. Jamie. James does. True. So. But then you can pick. But up. I imagine these. <laughs> um, yeah. I imagine these people are only listening to the audio version because if they watch it, you can instantly see who's talking and whose voice comes from mm. whose face. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't necessarily blame people for that. Um, I also don't even really blame someone for listening in this order. I've done that with podcast before. I think that's kind of a cool idea. Mm. I could never do that though. Really? I've got to start from one and go through. It's why I don't really listen to podcasts anymore. Actually, true. I have, in saying that, I have never done that. I would do that. I would get into a podcast, or this is what I do still. I mm. get into a podcast, know mm. what I like, and then go back to the beginning. Yeah. And it's really frustrating, actually, because there might be like an episode on, on a podcast that's specifically interesting mm. for that one episode, but I don't want to listen to it because it's like. No, I need to start from number one and go through. Oh, right. And yeah, catch yeah. up. I think it depends on, like, the show or whatever. Because this is, like, um... I don't know, there's so many layers that on... on jar onboarding is, like, a process in and of itself, you know? It's almost yeah. like Destiny. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we are just <laughs> Destiny. Um, but, but then there are other... There are, like, some podcasts I'll only listen to, like... The, where they have, like, a different guest on each episode, and it's, like... Being pick and choose. If it's yeah. a guest, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I can do that when, like, the point of the podcast is... That. Yeah, this yeah. person. So, if obviously, if there's a person that, like, 
you don't like or just talks about stuff yeah. you're not interested in, then you don't have to watch it. Um, yeah, you do you, man. I, I want to know your guys' thoughts on watching content at anything above one time speed. Yeah, I can't. That's just wrong. So I got a bit of a confession to make, guys. <laughs> you watch so, everything at like 1.5. Nah, I watch 1. a lot 2. of you conversational YouTube content. I'll watch at 1.25. Um, yeah, I do understand that. I would it, do that. It cuts like a quarter out of the runtime. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I I don't watch the type of videos you guys watch where I've got like a two hour long marathon video to get through. Yeah, you do. Warhammer lore. Yeah. The, no, stop. That, if anyone's watching looting on 1.25, they deserve to be executed. You don't you don't skimp on that man's sexy voice. <laughs> but the thing I find is that on on one time speed, if my mind has a short wonder, you know, like down to the shops or whatever, then I haven't missed too much by the time I start to like pay attention again. Mhm. Whereas if it's on anything faster, it's like, oh, like the conversation's totally changed and I just miss mm. like a big chunk and have to rewind it. And then my brain does the same thing, so I have to rewind it like yeah. five times. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I was just wondering. I can't go above any... Th I've tried, but it's, it kind of distorts it way too much. Which I like, think here's, here's a question. Have you ever had one headphone with one video and one headphone with another and then have them like that? And then you're just like absorbing double the content <laughs> while playing a video game. Yeah, I hold one book in this hand and one in that hand, and my left eye reads the left book, and my right eye <laughs> yeah. reads the right book. One page. <laughs> while you're listening to two different audiobooks. Yeah. So what I would say is, I think there's a problem now with younger people, and it's probably from our generation of well of overstimulation. Oh yeah. So why are you actually willingly choosing to consume that much stuff at once? What what's the reason for it? Because it can't be good in any way for the brain. Reading a book with the eye each. <laughs> <laughs> no, as in like um, you know what I mean? It's like a common meme online. It's just like watching seven media at once, so my brain doesn't mm. have a single thought. Way, but like <laughs> the amount of people I talk to, it's just like oh, I'll be playing cards and I'll have. I'll have like a wash video in the background and then a, a, a total war video in the background while talking to my girlfriend and my mates. It's like, mm. you can't do all that at once. No, the, but I will say though, I like like you got your Civ match going. That's no, but that Civ is very different. Civ is very different because Civ is not COD. Like you mm. can't you can't do other things while playing COD. No, if I'm playing COD, I'm 100% in COD. Yeah, so but with Civ you can not even mu not with COD on Apex. I'll listen to music. Mm. But COD, no, it's, I've got to be... 100%. It depends on the pacing of the thing you are enjoying. Exactly, and Civ is a slow burner. Because it's yeah. like, oh, I'm waiting for Alex to take his turn, I'm going to just go yeah. watch a YouTube show like for 20 when minutes. We're, when we're playing Civ, I will have Spotify playing. Yeah, I'll listen to music when playing um, Civ. See, I don't know how anyone listens to any music when playing. Really? I can't... Well, as you were just saying, like, when it's not your turn or whatever, like... It's just like in the background. No, I can't. No, 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 no. Music. This is a thing. This is about music. To me, is different. Is when I listen to music, I listen to music. It's not ever a background thing. Never. What about when you're driving? No, because I then uh, that's I I go for drives to listen to music. But you're doing more than one thing. Oh, 
No, no, driving's different. Driving's a different No, driving is not different. Driving is no, like No, no, it is to me. Game. It is to me because driving a car is not hard. It's no, borderline. It's, not hard, but like just, it's just Civ like AI. Hard. I, I focus more at Civ most of the time than I do driving because driving in traffic's not fun <laughs> or interesting. <laughs> oh, I got the Clio sideways actually today on the roundabout. What do you mean? Drifted it? Yeah, it's really easy. <laughs> if you just go fast enough, the the back end just slides. Oh, was it a bit icy as well? No. I did have that going round a roundabout in Iceland. In a big SUV 4x4. How did you find <laughs> driving a big motor? Um, it was a uh, hybrid. Mm. And it had the torque of an electric vehicle. Nice. What, what it would be a diesel. It would be a diesel. It wasn't a diesel. What do you mean it wasn't? It was petrol. Petrol hybrid. Well, what yeah, that's because it, it's a hybrid. What car brand? That's what I just said. I, I just said it's a hybrid. I didn't hear you. I, my, my mind was in something else, bro. Well, maybe if you listened to me, then you wouldn't have to interrupt me with stupid comments like what you just said. Oh, sorry. Yeah, what, what vehicle? What brand? What yeah. car um, brand? Hyundai? Was it a Santa no, Fe? No, Mitsubishi. Was it a P have Eclipse. Mitsubishi Eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you just go No the <laughs> thing no, the thing with the Eclipse is the Eclipse before that one was a sports like model. It was a sports really? car. Yeah, that's why people hate the Eclipse because they they milfified it. <laughs> milfified it. I thought you love that. <laughs> no. And it was like brown? It was a brown Mitsubishi Eclipse. His base, yeah, awful. No, no. Type in f um, Eclipse. Um, Ninety-nine. Yeah, it pissed me off how easy and comfortable it was. Yeah, they turned that oh, car into a milfmobile. That's bizarre. That car rocks. Yeah. Well, how do you rate Mitsubishi though? Oh, the Mitsubishi were at a point like. Literally one of the best in the world. Oh. And then they decided to milfify their entire range. <laughs> but who isn't doing that at this point, though? Yeah. Toyota. <laughs> they do have one, though. Well, they, of course, they have milfy yeah, bills, yeah. but they have, like, cool cars. But Mitsubishi literally killed all their cool cars. Because Mitsubishi's famous for wallying, taking a normal car and then bombing it around trees in Scandinavia. And then they just turned all of their cars into things milfs drive. Is that such a bad thing, though? Yes. Not when Mitsubishi Evos got killed for the MILFs. Like, I was willing <laughs> to sacrifice anything for the MILFs, but Evos? No. It was quite nice to drive, though. I'm, I can't lie. Did you get a Moto Moto, though? Not in this country. I think they're ridiculous. They're stupid. Country, they're 100% yeah. totally unnecessary. Yeah. In this country. In... There are plenty of countries where it's like, I, I wouldn't want to drive not in one. Like? Like Iceland. Like Iceland. Why? In Why? winter. I wouldn't, you wouldn't catch me dead in the bloody Salika in Iceland. Jesus No, Christ. but if you're in an Evo, four-wheel drive, 400 brake horsepower, and you can just power out of anything. Like, you've seen the videos where it's like, a truck is stuck, and a Subaru, a baby driver Subaru, just pulls a truck out of snow. <laughs> they're, they're designed for that environment. The, mo the Milfmobile isn't. Wally cars, yes. No, but then, then no. there's the comfort and warmth aspect. No. Yes. 
You get warmth from the, your turbo making mad power. <laughs> no, that's an actual thing. Like, turbos make large heat. So if you're in boost all the time, it's making heat, and that is going into the, your... Boost? Boost, yeah. <laughs> like, the solution is not movements in snow. They're actually worse in snow. Because normally they're front-wheel drive. And front-wheel drive, no, that's not what you want in snow. But, but a lot of them are front-wheel drive. <laughs> what you need is a Clio in snow. Amazing. Nice. <laughs> no, there's, there's like a certain amount of security when you're in like a big thing. But, that, but that's, that's the excuse they all use here to buy these big cars. Is security and how safe you feel. I think the, the, the safer you make the person in the car feel, the more likely they are to get into crashes because they don't understand the danger of what they're doing. You're driving a, a two-ton box of steel that can kill families. So by making the driver safe, you make everyone else less safe because that person doesn't understand the predicament they can cause. If you, if you make it so that every car would kill the driver, the boat no, would be but, safer. But also a bigger... <laughs> A bigger, um, like, like, space, right? So the wheels are further apart. Mm. Better for ice. No. Yes. No. It's, it's an objective truth. No. Four-wheel drive, turbo. No, four-wheel drive. Turbo. Big, big. Big bad. Big is weight that you're you're putting on a pivot point where if you lose the back end and you've got no, but, but if, space, if you, you're just if, gonna if you counteract, rotate. If you counteract that weight with a bigger space, no. Yes. In in snow, you want small four wheel drive, Subarus, Evos, on ice. <laughs> yeah, ice. Yes. Rally cars literally race at 150 plus 100 120 mile an hour. In the worst conditions possible. Every modern rally car is a hatchback. They're not big cars. They're tiny little cars of four-wheel drive. Yeah, but that, that's what you want. They're, for... they're going 120 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, which means even the slightest thing is instant crash and die. And yeah, and most doing... people don't drive like that on a daily basis. No, but like, the, the small what... is better when it comes to snow. And ice. At 120 miles an hour. No, at any mile an hour, small is better. <laughs> but I thought people like these motors because they also can fit all your shopping in the back. No, but well. this is the thing. They don't actually improve that. They don't. The the, the idea that SUVs are like so much better. No, but like my dad wrong. has one and it, the, you can fit like a, well, yeah, you, no, so but many you, things. You, but you can fit that same stuff in an estate. You'd fit more in an estate. You'd, you can fit a lot of the things you can fit on that in a saloon. You don't. The idea that SUVs suddenly mean you've got more space is not true. It's not. It's also that you're like high up and in a tank that people like, right? Yeah, which is why why there's more accidents on the roads. Yeah, I hate them myself. More. What do you mean more accidents on? the No, roads, because though? it's that you you will get this as soon as you get on a bike. Because there's no box saving you. There's no box. There's nothing protecting you on a bike. But in a car, you're protected by how much like square footage of fucking steel and all this moto moto shit. I generally think cars would be safer if they were more dangerous. <laughs> Is that like the snake eating its own tail off? No. Like, I'm going to remove my airbag. Am I going to drive safer? No. <laughs> yeah, disproving your whole point. But I'm not... But, but I'm so, not going to get in a crash. you're neglecting to talk about... Yes. ...also is... 
like suspension. Yes, the size of the I wheels. would, I would, I would one hundred percent say that car suspension is far too soft. No, but but for driving on ice slash like gravel slash snow, you need bigger wheels and you need mm, not necessarily bigger wheels. Yeah, definitely bigger wheels. For driving on snow, for driving on ice. No, because Wiley cars don't suddenly use bigger <laughs> wheels when they're driving in snow. The suspension is where you're really going with it, because when you're using in that, on that terrain, no, you, you need you softer seen suspension. The vehicles, some of these vehicles I saw in Iceland. You're talking like um, Hiluxes, lifted off the ground with that, but they're not giant wheels. And one of them I've was got... just like a Ford Transit van, but like six feet off the ground with giant wheels put on it mm. and they just glide along the road like it's like it's nothing, like it's nothing yeah so you're like you're took talking like stuff like that that's in iceland by the way mm. yeah huge yeah you, huge, you see those pretty regularly yeah huge wheels lifted but yeah. that 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 isn't but they're not driving on roads they're built to go off-road, where yeah, but, you need but, the ground clearance and the bigger tires. this is why I'm dives. saying, like in Iceland as well, mm. a lot of the roads to go to, like, the more scenic places, it's uh, not, it's not like concrete. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's just winter. gravel, dirt, and... Yeah, in that case, you would need a four-by-four, four, like a, four. an SUV. I wouldn't say an SUV, I'd no, say you, a pickup. You'd need something lifted. Yeah, like, something higher off the ground. You'd need a ground clearance, wheels. yeah. But yeah. but the thing is, the, the like, you look at any of these Range Rovers here, they're not that. Because they're, no, they're no, supposed I'm, to look not, like 4 by 4s They have the environmental excuse here. Yeah. That's why they're no. all like luxury um, like classism cars. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is, in snow, being further up is probably going to be better for your car. Being higher off, like, from the snow. Yes. Because then if, if you go into you are... deeper snow as well, you're not just fucked immediately. No, you don't want, like my Nissan in the snow. No, no, well, because I, it's too low. Well, I was imagining driving my car. Yeah, your car's also pretty low. It's very low, and it would just be like. <laughs> but I think in like <laughs> you think of any any like Sweden, Norway, the the countries that deal with with snow and extreme temperatures, they have normal cars there because they work there, and you can still drive a normal car. So like, if you're going off the beaten track, you'd need way suspension, and you need to have. You need to change it because then you're gonna. It's better suited for that environment. So I bring in a mammoth back. It's not suited for this environment. So it's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah. But I, I hate SUVs. I yeah, hate them. I think they're they're ridiculously like ugly. None of them yeah. good looking. You, you can't make them look good. No, you can't. By design, they're too big. Mm -hmm. And we don't need them. The nicest ones are the Mazda ones. Mazda knows how to design things because they're just going for the covenant design. Yeah. Make everything look bubbly and it's fine. That's the true sequel to Halo 3 is Mazda's current design philosophy. <laughs> if you want something warding and it's in Halo lore, Mazda. Yeah. Mazda. I've got one here. One more here, guys. I want to end on. From a Poopy Cum Man. Thoughts on there being a battle pass in the new Suicide Squad game? I'm super disappointed in this as it seems we can't have a game just be a game anymore. Always needs microtransactions. Really hope this doesn't ruin Kevin Conroy's last time as Batman. Don't know if you've seen this, Jim, but... No, I haven't. On 4chan, what looks like a real screenshot of like the main menu has leaked for this Suicide Squad game. And not only does it have like 
you know, the awful card menu design um, where everything's just on the screen at the same time for no reason. It's like mm -hmm. ugly and looks terrible. There's a battle pass page. There's six different currencies, <laughs> like loadouts for each, all the destiny kind of stuff. It's just like any anticipation I had was like sapped out from seeing that yeah. image. Um, it's just like, yeah, that is the capacity to ruin it. Yeah. Why does a game like that need a battle? I'm so sick of it. What is it? What does it mean? What is in it? Um, Who cares? Well, what I guarantee it is, is they've been working on a single player game for years mm. and it's rock steady and they've been doing it for years and years. And then Warner Bros are like, uh, how much, how, how many copies are we going to sell? Um, we've been putting pump money into this for like f six years. Mm -hmm. Um, must be the biggest gap between any of their games. Yeah, so they'll probably be thinking, all right, we need to put stuff in, mm -hmm. cram it in to make it moo moo money, you know? But it's okay. like the, what was that? Arkham Knights? Is that what it was called? Gotham Knights. Oh, yeah. From a few months back. That's already 50% yeah. off, like, on sale. Um, yeah, they... They pooed it. It looks bad. I don't understand that every single developer had the same idea at the same time to copy Destiny. Yeah. But not, but copy it in a vacuum. Not in the, like, not. Let's just make Destiny 1. I remember that so, with Anthem, they were like, they specifically made a point of saying, well, we're not looking at the competition. Mm hmm. We're not gonna. Which is just like, what? It's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. Well, yeah, they, they stole a bunch of, like, design ideas from the competition, but then didn't learn the lessons the other companies already had. It, it's just crazy, man. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I guess it was just a leak or whatever, so maybe it's not real, but it, it looked pretty official to me, man. Um, disappointing. We'll see. When's it even meant to come out? I assume this year. How long can you sit on, like, a Suicide Squad game? I know, it's crazy that, um... Like, which to me is just not that exciting anyway. No. To be honest. Like, they've kind of got to put the work in to make it mm -hmm. interesting to me. Yeah. I, I would have much preferred, like, a Green Arrow game <laughs> or something. Yeah. Batman Beyond is what I wanted, but... Sure, yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. Oh, well. What's that then, fellas? Another one for the books. Ichini Sansik. Look how chubby my fingers are compared to yours. Bro, I'm underweight. <laughs> I love that every animal judge just becomes like a, a funny <laughs> meme. <laughs>